If you are interested in starting your own podcast, we use Buzzsprout because it is simple and easy to use. Buzzsprout can get your show listed on every major platform while giving you the resources for a great podcast website, audio players that can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and that is why over 100,000 podcasters are already subscribed to Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in our episode descriptions, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. So in return, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift card from Buzzsprout while signing up for a paid plan. Most importantly, every subscription through our link is always appreciated and helps support our show so we can continue delivering the quality content that you guys listen to. That being said, back to the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junkies. I'm Andrew. This is Joe. And we're back with another topic episode. So this time we're coming at you with what does a person's favorite character say about them? Um, We'll elaborate a little bit more on that by going into what do our favorite characters say about ourselves? And then lastly, we're going to top it off at the end with the discussion about is someone's hero somebody else's villain? So we've got a nice little three-piece banger for you. How you doing today, Joe? I've had better days, but unrelated to the pod the pod's been good and uh speaking of which we finally hit a thousand followers the day that we're recording this we're gonna have more information for you obviously you might be hearing this in retrospect but very excited and very appreciative yeah the tricky part about social media and maintaining those numbers is just that maintaining the numbers because as of my most recent check we dipped one below a thousand again so we need your guys's help if you know this might be after the fact but we need your help staying above 1000 and if you listen to our last pod you'll know that we are going to be doing a little bit of a giveaway once we can stay at and stay above the 1000 follower threshold that being said time to get into our topics so first part of the topic first discussion what does a person's favorite character say about them in my opinion, this is kind of like a Rorschach test of sorts. No, not the character, you know, you know, outside the character. But you know that uh, it's a visual medium. So it's not only about the personality, the morals, the ideals, but you know, the design, the gimmicks, the powers. There's a lot of different things that can influence someone's favorite character. What that says about you, I mean, it's very individualistic. It's hard to say. Kind of philosophizing here. But uh you know, there's a lot of different ways you could take it because some people will like a character based purely on design. That could be their favorite. It could be as, you know, vain or like, we're not vain, but, you know, as shallow as that, like as simple as just like how the character looks. I mean, look at Boba Fett, dude. Didn't do anything in those movies, but he looked badass. And that's one of the cooler characters in that whole series. But, you know, otherwise, it's just the writing, the depth for a lot of comic characters. But typically, I'd say it's pretty reflective of how people kind of self-align morally, you know, ideologically. You know, a lot of people want to see themselves in the characters that they like, or they see a character that they want to improve upon themselves in the character they like, stuff like that. So, I mean, what do you think, Joe? You know, I never really thought about it from a visual medium. So I think that's a pretty cool take. I was thinking more about their personalities more so than like it being so visual. But yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think more often than not, it does say a lot about your personality because to me the word favorite makes me assume that there would probably be like characteristics that you admire about that character or are already possess yourself that helps you better identify with or make that character feel like your favorite 
So, like, for example, if you find Batman to be your favorite character, uh, it might be because maybe you like strategy and you think it's cool that he's a detective. I guess you could also ask yourself what else makes a person's favorite superhero their favorite. It could just be as simple as like their costume, their name, their power. But even that might give you some ideas as to whether about that person's personality. I feel like there have been many times where someone will share their favorite superheroes with me. And that usually gives me an idea as well as to how much you care about the superhero world in general. I feel like a person's favorite superhero only tells you as much about their personality as they are into superheroes in general. Like, for example, if somebody told me that their favorite character was Iron Man because they watched some of the movies, that might not really tell me as much about their personality as somebody who uh, is deep into comics and told me that their favorite character is Lobo because they think space pirates are cool. So someone's favorite character can also tell you if they're into the medium, what era they grew up in. Like, I feel like uh, a lot of people from the 80s, like the X-Men, a lot of people from the 90s, like Spider-Man. I mean, everybody likes Spider-Man, but like when Todd McFarlane was kind of doing his thing and, you know, like a lot of older folk like Batman and Superman, a lot of younger people like Black Panther, Scarlet Witch. So it's really cool to see that the different characters represent different times in pop culture. But to completely answer the question, yes, there are definitely types of groups of people with similar personalities that cling to certain characters. So another example, (laughs) I mean, maybe it's just a stereotype, but you find like a lot of Second Amendment people like the Punisher, a lot of patriotic people like Captain America, really cringe people like Deadpool. So... (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, your favorite character does say a lot about your personality. And I guess the more you're into it, the more it does say about you. But what's awesome about the genre in general is that there's almost a character for everyone to enjoy. So if you actually take the time to enjoy the medium, whether it's like TV, movies, comics, it's what makes it so relatable, personal and makes for a good transition actually into our uh, second question, which is what does your favorite superhero say about your personality? Yeah. So, I mean, going off of that, I mean, I have a few, I mean, you know, at a base level, you could probably say, you know, Batman or Spider-Man's my favorite, but if you guys have listened before, or if you're new here, um, you know who I'm going to go with the original Captain Marvel, otherwise known as Shazam. So, you know, kind of, you know, having to like kind of self-reflect and kind of think about why I like him so much, because sometimes you just like a character, you know, not like love at first sight per se but you know you just kind of see a character and you're like that's pretty badass i like that but you know going through and you know reading through a lot of the back issues even though these characters do change over time so i mean that also is important too i guess that you didn't think of is like even people could like the same character for a lot of different reasons so you know even just generalizing which character doesn't even really pinpoint your personality anymore you got to think about the era as you kind of mentioned about not just how it determines who's your favorite but you know why they're your favorite because these characters aren't static as much as they uh as you think they would be but that aside I, I guess I bring that up because this character, my favorite character has had so many different characterizations over the years. I think I align more with like 
well, honestly, up until 2011, really, that characterization of Captain Marvel and or Shazam is kind of more what I'm used to. So I guess it kind of says about me that, you know, I, I just kind of like, you know, it's like a simpler time kind of thing. I kind of like that. Um, you know, he was the big red cheese. He was around in the 40s. You know, it was very black and white back then. You know, good guy, bad guy, or, you know, at least that kind of outlook on things. And, you know, there's something kind of reassuring about that. I mean, Obviously, we have the good guy. We're rooting for him to take care of, you know, the bad stuff we don't want to deal with, Um, which I mean, I wish things were as simple as that nowadays. But, you know, things are just so much more complex. And, you know, it's, you know, it's old timey. It's cheesy. I enjoy that. You know, uh, I'm a goofy guy, so I like a character that, you know, is very wholesome, but also has a goofy personality. And I mean, at a fundamental level, the character design and the powers. I mean, you know, the cape is sick, the giant lightning bolt, all of that, the powers. I mean, he's basically magic Superman, you know, in a 12 year old boy's body, basically, which that part I don't really, you know, relate to as much. But it does give like an interesting kind of spin on Superman having a uh, Clark Kent is, you know, a grown person has his alter ego. And, you know, prior to there being a Superboy, there was Billy Batson, um, which is kind of like a hybrid of the two in a sense. But, you know, I, I also just value that it's one of the more powerful characters in comics. You know, I, I grew up watching wrestling and stuff like that. So obviously the costumes, the gimmicks, the cheesiness all kind of speak to me. And, you know, just big, buff, strong leader type characters or something that, you know, you just kind of well, you want to relate to. I mean, obviously, I'm not built like Captain Marvel by any means, much as I wish I was. But, you know, there's something to like idolize in that, I guess, you know, a character as wholesome and strong and pure as that. It's something you kind of want to work towards in a way, even though I'm not like some like sociopath who literally thinks I'm gonna become a superhero by any means or start wearing spandex and capes. But, uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of what it means for me. How about you, Joe? It's interesting that you say that like uh, people's favorite characters is can be dependent on so many different things, because like I just said, like old heads tend to like Batman and Superman. But like uh, there is that run in the 80s with Frank Miller, and that could be the reason you like Batman, which is almost a completely different Batman than the Batman yeah. back then. But I guess if you don't already know, it probably means you haven't listened to our other 75 episodes. So I'll spare you of that and start off by saying my favorite character is Superman. So that's, I'd say, a good starting point. He's my favorite character because he's wholesome, always does the right thing, and wins every time because of it. He leads by example, and even the other superheroes look up to him, which is another reason I find the character so impactful or inspiring. And those are only just a few reasons why he's my favorite. So although I'm far away from being like a quote-unquote Boy Scout, uh, side note, I was in the Cub Scouts growing up, but I, I do think some of the things that I've mentioned above say a lot about my personality, too, because I do value a lot of things that are important to that character. And I feel like a lot of that stuff is derived from a place in time that I find interesting and also aligns with my values as well. So, for example, like my grandparents came from Poland to start a life in America. And it's just cool to know that like Superman was sent from another planet to do good for the United States. So there's just something about, you know, a farm guy living a simple life that wants to do good by everybody that I find very alluring. So yeah, I don't know. I think Superman being my favorite character says a lot about my personality as well. 
Agreed. And yeah, I mean, you know, I, it kind of helps too that, you know, from an earlier age, you kind of moved out to a more rural area, drinking your milk, saying your prayers, kind of <laughs> farm kinda country, like, farm country. Yeah. You know, drive by the cows, you know, all that. So, you know, it kind of helps make sense. I mean, and I mean, he's the goat. I mean, we kind of pick basically like a, the same character, but two sides of the same coin. But for different reasons, though, to too. That, though, like these characters, Superman and Shazam is also kind of what got us into the medium, too. So I don't know that that part says a lot about our personality, as it says more so like what our stepping stone is. True. But, you know, some other things I guess I forgot that also kind of are determinant of, you know, this kind of whole discussion in general is that, you know, like of all the reasons we mentioned why you could like a character for a certain reason, it could be all or none of those reasons, to be honest. it's It could be completely arbitrary at times. I mean, you know, our at its core, I mean, our favorite characters are our favorite characters, but, you know, people change over time and sometimes just depending on your mood, your favorite character could change, you know, not everyone's as solidified in their choices, which I guess that might also say something else about you. But as kind of like a secondary kind of uh, subclass of this, you could even break it down past just, you know, Marvel, DC, this time period, but whether someone likes you know, street level heroes more than just your standard superhero versus cosmic level heroes. I feel like you can see kind of a difference amongst fans just from, you know, what kind of superhero they like, like the people who like Daredevil more than the Silver Surfer and stuff like that and vice versa. Different vibes for sure. And it's just like what causes that? Because it's very different storytelling, even though it's all comic books. But, you know, it's an interesting thing to discuss here. It does have a lot of range. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, it could really be anything. But, you know, I mean, once you guys hear this, uh, make sure to let us know who your favorite characters are. We'd love to know because, uh, I mean, we try to ask our guests when they come on and usually we get a pretty good range of answers. But I want to know who you guys like the best and tell us why. Ultimately, uh, we're looking to judge you. Yeah. we Are you worthy of being a junkie or are you excommunicated? Just yeah, kidding. You like won't do that. Silver Surfer or Daredevil? Let us know. That is a tough one. But, uh... That being said, I think we've exhausted all that we can say about that topic. I say let's bring it on home with our final discussion point here. Is someone's hero someone else's villain? So yeah, I mean, where do you stand on this, Joe, before I start rambling again? I think the answer is mostly no, but also kind of. Not to harp on more Superman Deadpool, but... In all seriousness, I would say no for the most part, but I know that some people can't stand Superman because he's so perfect and it makes him a boring character. And uh, Superman fans like myself may not enjoy characters like Deadpool because they seem so edgy and loud, which is the opposite of what my favorite is. And But the problem with that is that Deadpool and Superman are both still considered superheroes, whether I like the character or not. So even though I think Deadpool's like the ops, he's not technically a villain. And so I don't think that if your favorite character is Deadpool, that he comes across as a villain to me. But uh, maybe someone whose favorite character is a villain may feel differently than me, though. So who's yes. to say, you know, like my favorite character is not a villain, so I can't really speak on it personally because I think that someone else's favorite character being a villain has a completely different perspective and I'm sure someone who identifies with villains may feel differently than me so who's to yeah say? yeah I mean I kind of 
came at this, I guess, philosophically, maybe a little bit different, but, you know, mostly the same with your second part of your argument there. Well, not really an argument, but you know what I mean. But I'd say yes, in general, just because most things are split. I think that the spectrum of comic characters, as well as the spectrum of comic fans are just so vast nowadays that there's just so much variability and possibilities for like character opinions and views anyways nowadays. I mean, look at anti-heroes. I mean, technically, Captain America sees the Punisher as a villain, but a lot of people love the Punisher. So, I mean, anti-heroes are like a middle ground for people who do like villains, but also like superheroes. I mean, I like Deathstroke quite a bit. I mean, he's sometimes an anti-hero. I mean, look at Black Adam. He's never... There's a weird ground for that. But like you said, which I really liked, is that some people are more villain inclined. I'm sure there's a lot of sane, normal people who love the Joker out there. And I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, you know, cool headed uh, people who agree with Lex Luthor on a lot of things. So, I mean, obviously, Superman is probably their villain. They don't want no aliens taking, you know, what's theirs. So uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's Lex Luthor at his core, dude. He's pissed off that this alien came here and is stealing all his glory. Yeah, they took facts. my glory. They took her jobs. They took her glory. This is my glory. I'm going to be president and businessman. But uh, that's Lex Luthor, basically. So, I mean, there's a lot of people who, you know, hate the hero first or they just like the villain that much in the first place. I definitely think there's a lot of people who see like our favorite heroes as villains. I don't really know how you see Shazam as a villain because he is like a 12 year old wholesome child who's literally pure of heart. You'd have to be like some sick, sick person. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, Dr. Savannah hates him for some reason. So, yeah, you know, there's so people does- out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you watch the movies, I, I get it. That guy, <laughs> the first movie was all right. I didn't even see the second one, but I could see, you know, kind of hating him after that goofy. Bullshit. Well, Savannah's so old, you know, like old people tend to think young people are punks. And so I could see like a villainous rivalry there. But I mean, like the other Shazam villains, like what do you really have against Billy Bats and Tell well, me. one's like a Nazi worm, so I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> and then, You'd have uh, to be like a Nazi worm to think Shazam's a villain. Right. <laughs> he did fight a lot of Nazis. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weird argument. I guess you'd have to really be in a different place. So I'd say it is possible, but it's not typical. I mean, I guess you just really have to be kind of edgy and dark to think that the good guys are like bad or you're the government or (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but other than that i don't get it like well i don't get it either but like objectively gotham pd don't like batman except gordon true so the cops the cops the government and then like nazis and uh unpleasant people in general i guess so yeah typically (laughs) teeters the line of anti-hero more so than like a shazam and superman yeah well more so just the term vigilante, I guess, because Batman ain't going to too many extremes other than, I mean, he's driving his fucking Batmobile through orphanages just to chase like a crocodile man. But um, I mean, it's just the fact that like <laughs> he has no handlers and doesn't give a shit about the law, even though he's trying to uphold it at the same time. So I could see like people of Gotham being pretty pissed off about Batman. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird argument that we we could spiral all day on this and I don't feel like we need to. But uh, (laughs) I feel like we've got our point across on that one, don't you? Almost. If there was like a real life non superhero hero saving the day, 
but under his own moral code, dressed up as a bat. Do you support him or not? I don't know, bro. It depends how close it is to me, I guess. You know, <laughs> I live in the suburbs, but if there's like a Batman of Detroit, I mean, I'd feel like that novelty is pretty cool. But uh, fundamentally, I probably would go down there even less. So <laughs> I because I don't want to get caught up in the middle of their bullshit, because, you know, if there's a guy in a bat suit that there's got to be someone like matching his energy on the opposite side. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> I don't need the Joker of Detroit and like all that going down while I'm just trying to like hit the roundabout, you know, like <laughs> that's too much for me to handle. I don't I wouldn't really want that. But, you know, kind of like being like an observer from like, I don't know, half hour away, I'd be kind of tight. I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm up in it, hell no. Let's fight some crime. I ain't doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shazam would be very disappointed. But I, I think that concludes everything I got on the three questions. Yeah, I think that suffices. So with that, do you want to let them know what we're doing next time? Marvels, Marvels, Marvels. So we've done so many DC events. This one isn't one that has like six sequels. So I'm pretty excited to just be one and done and read mm -hmm. a pretty good Marvel event. So I don't know too much about it. Haven't read it, obviously, but excited to and let you guys know what we think. I'm super pumped about this one, actually. I love Alex Ross work. We didn't read it for the pod, but I, you know, I've read Justice. If you haven't read that, that one's a banger. So this is kind of like Marvel's. Huh, that's the name of the book. It's like Marvel's version of Justice in a way. So it's pretty dope. Uh, I haven't read it, obviously. I've seen, you know, snippets and art and stuff like that before, but I'm very excited to review this one. But, you know, to keep up with what we're reading, you know, to ask us questions, to, you know, just, you know, hit us up in general, make sure to go to CBJ Pod. I mentioned it earlier. That's our Instagram. That's the best way to reach us. Um, we do have a YouTube page. We don't talk a lot about it because it is just another audio feed. Um, we're not doing video content at the moment, depending on how things go. We'll see. But if you don't do traditional podcast platforms you can check us out there that's comic book junkies or at cbj podcast you can find us on facebook all that the algorithm five stars reviews ratings all that stuff you can do it if you want if you don't doesn't matter well it does matter because it helps the algorithm but we appreciate you just listening in general we really do appreciate it and if you haven't yet tell a friend you know, make sure to send them our Instagram page so that we can get over a thousand and keep chugging along. And other than that, thank you. And we'll catch you next time. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the topic. We'll see you next episode.